Hola mi gente. The moment you've been waiting for is finally here. My brand new book, Financially Lit, is officially out. And I can't wait for you to get your copy. Inside this book, I'm bringing you culturally relevant and relatable personal finance advice that will allow you to finally feel seen, heard, and understood. Whether it's the guilt you feel from being the first person to make it while members of your family are still struggling, or the way that financial trauma manifests itself in negative and limiting beliefs around money, Financially Lit is here to guide you through it all. Just a few years ago, it was almost impossible to find personal finance books written for first-generation wealth-building Latinas. We have been forced to navigate the complicated world of money with a bunch of money books written by old white dudes who don't understand what it's like for us first-gen kids. But that stops right here, right now. Inside Financially Lit, you will learn how to set boundaries with your familia, with your dinero, create and pass on generational wealth, diversify and increase your income, protect yourself from financial abuse, navigate the complicated relationship between amor and dinero, invest like a white dude or better, and so much more. You can get your hard copy and audiobook version of Financially Lit at financiallylitbook.com and make sure to join our email list so you can find out when I'm stopping in a city near you for the Financially Lit book tour. See you soon. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You're listening to Yo Quiero Dinero, a personal finance podcast for the modern Latina. I'm your host, Janice Torres Rodriguez, personal finance expert, speaker, writer, and business coach. I teach women of color how to build wealth and gain financial independence through side hustles and investing. On this show, we're serving up POC-friendly personal finance knowledge, always with a side of sass. We're talking about how to make dinero, how to keep it, and how to make it grow. If you're ready to become poderosa with your dinero, you've come to the right place. Hola, mi gente. Welcome back to another episode of Yo Quiero Dinero, the podcast. It's your host, Janice. And today we're talking about your mind and your money. Now, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you'll know that we have money and mindset conversations here all the time. And it's especially appropriate because July is Minority Mental Health Awareness Month. So I'm making you aware of that by hosting a conversation about how your mindset affects your mental health and your dinero. And we're going to be talking to a health and wellness expert about that. Cynthia Lindheimer of Ask Ferchi is a health and wellness lover, a former ballerina from Venezuela, and she's been in the U.S. for about seven years now. She's the owner of Ask Ferchi, a space where women can get verified facts about their health and wellness. She believes there's too much information out there and companies and bloggers are always trying to fool us for a magic fix. So instead of not knowing, you can come to Ask Ferchi and we will uncover the truth together. I can't wait to get into this conversation about Ferchi's journey with money. It is truly inspiring and she has so many gems to share with you about how to make mindset shifts that you need to take your dinero and your life to the next level. Let's get into this conversation with Ferchi. 
Before we get into today's episode, I just want to remind you to rate, review, and subscribe to the show so that amazing listeners like you can find out about us. When you subscribe to our show, you'll get notifications whenever we come out with episodes, even bonus episodes like today. So make sure you follow us, make sure you subscribe and share the love. Don't forget to follow us on social media too. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube where we're sharing all types of content that is gonna help you level up your dinero. Join me at the Finances in Fuego 2 Summit on July 27th to the 31st, where me and four other amazing Latinas are gonna be talking about how we have built businesses. Finances in Fuego is being presented by Vanessa from Wander Onwards, so please make sure to get your tickets today. Head over to wanderonwards.co to register and don't miss it. Berchi, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much, Jenny. This is such a wonderful time, you know, to connect. I'm so really Absolutely. happy. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for being here. I'm so excited to talk to you. And so for anybody who doesn't know you, why don't you start off with introducing yourself and what you do? Sure. Um, today, I am the owner of Ask Ferchi. That's a health and wellness blog uh, for people that are looking to get verified facts only about their health and wellness. Because what happened is that a few years back, I started suffering from adult acne. And I found that there was a lot of information and especially misleading information out there when you Google something, right? Like how, what's the best cure of acne? And then you will find all these different responses that might not be the best actually for your skin. So I decided to create a space where people can, you know, rely on the information they read um, and, and trust that the information is verified with, ex- with experts. Um, and yeah, I'm from New York City, but originally from Venezuela. Awesome. So I would love for us to get more information from you on your background and your career trajectory and kind of how you got to where you are today. What inspired you um, to build this business instead of just, you know, you could have just gone out and found something that works for your skin and fix your acne, but you actually decided to create a brand to help other people. So if you could talk us through that. Sure, sure. Um, So today I am the head of marketing for a medical boutique practice in New York City. And, you know, if you ask me about my background, I started like everyone else in this country, new, you know, because I'm an immigrant, I'm a Latina, and I had to hustle my way up. I work in many different industries. I've done waitressing, go to the front desk, uh, even in a fish market, which was, yeah, it was one of the toughest jobs I've ever had in the United States. But I don't regret it because it really taught me a lot. I also worked at an online store a few years back um, and I grew to be a manager and I lasted there for like three years and I really loved this job. It was my last nine to five job um, and, and I relied on it heavily. I didn't have any other income stream. And then one day it kind of like, um, it went to the ground because I got fired without like any um, what, precaution or like any, any advice from my boss. Right, any warning. And so that, since since then, I was like, you know what? I need to like focus on, on doing something else on the side all the time because relying only on one job is very dangerous if you are trying to kind of have like a stable life and be happy. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, I love that advice. I'm such a big believer in having multiple income streams because especially with COVID, like everybody's realizing, oh, wow, I can't just rely on my nine to five and think that it's a guaranteed paycheck because it's really not. So any work that you can do to create additional income, like it's a it's a safety net for you, right? Exactly, exactly. A hundred percent. So then when I when I got fired back back then, I started doing some uh, social media consulting. So I will have clients and then I will sign them up and I will get a little bit of income here and there. But it wasn't really stable until I found my job today, which is the head of marketing, which is mostly actually sales. So I need to like meet a lot of people. I work mainly with lawyers in Manhattan and I basically sell them services. And that kind of gave me the freedom to start thinking about, okay, I like this job. It's okay but it's not definitely it's not my passion mm -hmm. so back when i started suffering from the agony and then i started doing my research and i went to the dermatologist and he told me no actually whatever you're doing forget about it it's completely wrong um this is what is actually working this is what actually is going to work for your skin when i found out that i was like okay i was disappointed because all the information was like lying to me and mm -hmm. i thought wait I might not be the only one that is looking for information like this and is getting the wrong uh, feedback from the internet. So why don't I create a space where people can actually trust what they read and, and be completely mm -hmm. you know, transparent? And yeah. so I think that what, what, what that teaches us is that we always, although we're kind of like comfortable with whatever we are, we should always look for new doors especially when we're looking for something that fulfills our heart, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's so important. You know, you spend most of your life working. Why not do things that you're actually passionate about, even if it's something that you have to do on the side? Mm -hmm. It's very, very important. So how did you actually start your journey as a blogger? Like, what did that look like? Because I, I get a lot of... Um, questions from people because I'm a blogger too. And everybody wants to know like, oh my gosh, like, how did you do it? What, where'd you start? You know, how did you start making money? Like, what was that process like for you? Sure, sure. I did uh, some social media work before because I always worked on marketing and I'm actually going to school. Uh, this is my last semester, hopefully, uh, for business communication and then um, marketing. So I focus on this, right? So I've been working with social media channels for over three, four years uh, in any job that I had before. And I kind of like liked the all the new hype of the, way, the new way of doing marketing for businesses. Mm -hmm. So when I started blogging, I was really skeptical first because I saw that a lot of people were saying, well, blogs uh, are not a thing anymore. You shouldn't be <laughs> blogging because nobody reads blogs. But right. I've heard that so many times too. <laughs> right. And it's something that is out there, right? But it's kind of true and not because you need to start somewhere, first of all, right? Mm -hmm. First, you need to pick your niche and like pick your focus and then say, okay, I'm going to solve this problem and mm -hmm. then move on from there. And then you need to really like go kind of with four wheel drive, wherever you need to go. So for me, it was first blogging because I was really af afraid of being on, in front of the camera and I still am. And, um, and that was kind of like the easiest way. Um, and then I will also pair it with my content on Instagram. Uh, mm -hmm. Instagram, I believe, is one of the best best flat platforms for anyone that is going to start blogging. 
me, maybe even better than YouTube right now because in YouTube it's very very hard to grow and Instagram is a little bit easier and you need that feedback from the public and from the people that is looking at your content maybe they like it they don't like it you need all that to grow your brand yeah um, and I think that you get that feedback a lot quicker on Instagram whereas like some people just really won't sit through a YouTube video because they just don't have the time or they don't have the attention span for it Exactly. So Instagram is such a magical tool to like, you know, if you have, if you post a nice picture and and they actually read your caption, in the caption, within the caption, you can actually make like a short version of something very valuable for mm-hmm. your audience. And that starts creating a bond, right, between your audience and your brand. So that's what you really need to focus if you're starting up from scratch. I started the blog with like, um, I had like 2,800 followers at the beginning. Because I was posting selfies and like, I wasn't like, it was like my personal account. I was posting like travel pictures and blah, blah, blah. And then I deleted everything and I started posting content for Ferchi with that kind of audience. Now two things happened. One, I started dropping a lot of the followers. Why? Mm. Because mainly most of my followers back then were men. <laughs> yeah, because very superficial. <laughs> yes, you put you put pictures about bikini, the beach, whatever, and then like that's what you get. You get creeps, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so my follower count actually started dropping, but I was, it was, although I was like it was challenging to see that because you're you're new, right? You're in the beginning. You don't know what mm-hmm. what are you really doing. But then when I started seeing like my statistics, which is something very important and a tool that we all need to use if we're trying to become someone in, on Instagram, mm-hmm. um, I started seeing men population dropping and the women population rising. So I was like, oh, okay. Okay, that kind of makes sense. Right, because most then- women want to see like beautiful women on Instagram in bikinis. <laughs> <laughs> right. <stressful. laughs> exactly. It's not it's not content. You need to really create the content for this kind of person that you want to attract. And obviously right. who wants to, you know, see like a, okay, yeah, nice <laughs> shine bikini. Like okay, if you like, yeah. nothing important. <laughs> right. Um so yeah and then the, after I saw that drop I kind of like kept going and saw what pictures work better than others Mm -hmm. and kind of stick to that plan yeah that's such such important advice you know I feel like um I'm still kind of in my content strategy planning for the podcast Instagram and um I do notice that like you know you have to really just be aware of like what resonates with people and your analytics are your best friends like if you want to know what is actually connecting with your audience like that's the tool is built in there. So like, look at it and don't just keep doing whatever you had planned to do. If that's not working, like it's okay to change your strategy because the whole point is that you want to grow your audience. You don't want to just be so rigid in your approach that like you're doing something that doesn't necessarily connect with the people that you want to connect with. Exactly. And to add to that, for example, when I started, I was like, yeah, people are super interested on Let's put an example, PCOS, which is like a polycystic ovary syndrome. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to post for an entire week content around this. And it was actually not as engaging as, for example, uh, exercise routines. So you really need to pay attention to that statistics to understand who is out there looking at you and what do they want. An other example is that I started playing, because I started from zero, and I started on August 2019, almost a year now. 
And I started adding money to Instagram ads a little bit in the beginning to see what, what if that really helped. It did not. I wasted yeah. not tons of money. I would put only like $20 every three days. Uh, sometimes, you know, like when a picture kind of like get a lot of likes, like a, more than 150 likes, I was like, okay, let me boost this to see what happens. But in reality, you need to wait. First of all, if you're starting from zero, you need to start posting for like a two, two, three months period, right? To see what kind of content uh, highlights the most. And that's like you. every day, right? You need, or even multiple times a day. To be honest, I've kind of like killed or cried, not like killed, what's the word? I kind of like master the social media uh, practice for my mm -hmm. own audience. And actually posting every day is saying, it's too, it's too, how do you say it? Like people, accessible? Yes. It's, it's mm -hmm. too much, you know, you got to keep people yeah. engaged and showing your face every day is not that good. So okay. I post from Monday to Friday, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays only. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then stories every day. And the, yeah. so, the, thing, the thing with the stories is that you need to make sure you post not everything, like maybe like five, ten stories in a period of one hour. You need mm -hmm. to spread those stories throughout the day because then at the end of the day, wh whatever is on that line where you see the stories and you clicked, you know, like um, the storyline, mm -hmm. your your content will appear, but the content that is about to expire. So that's one way to kind of like always put your face or your account in front of whoever is uh, uh, going through Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, so it's very important that you kind of like post stories throughout the day, like every two hours, every three hours, one or two stories, and then keep it like that until you get tired <laughs> of posting That's stories. Excellent. I mean, we just got a free Instagram basic like marketing class in like 10 minutes. That's amazing. So thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, okay. oh, 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 wait, wait. And then for the ads, what I wanted yeah. to say is that they did not work until I found a picture that went viral with the use of mm. hashtags and with the use of, um, yeah, basically hashtags only. This I, I saw a lot of people kind of like following me and liking my content, which which who who wasn't who weren't following me. But then I waited for that picture. And when I got into the insights and I saw how many people saved it, which was like more than 300 people saved it. I was like, mm -hmm. whoa. So my usual save rate is like 60 max. Uh, people save my, my, my post. But mm -hmm. when I saw that, then I boosted with Instagram. I put $20 those three days and I got like, well, I don't know, like 100 followers. It was ridiculous. So it makes sense because you already know that the content that you're boosting resonated organically. So it's exactly. definitely going to resonate with people that are actually like seeing it because you're paying for them to see it. Mm -hmm. So something for, for all of you out there, don't waste your money. Wait I'm like taking so many notes right now. <laughs> good, good. I love it. That's awesome. Okay. So um, obviously this podcast is not only about, you know, money, we're going to talk about mindset too, because that's something important that you focus on. But before we get into that, I would love to know about your relationship with money growing up, because I feel like we all have a money story and it shapes the way that we move in the world. So if you could share that with us. Yeah, 100%. So as I told you guys, I grew up in Venezuela and Venezuela used to be a country that had it all. Right, because we had a lot of oil and we had a lot of American um, industries out there, 
And we, it was really easy to make money. Um, you will go out in the street, sell a cup of coffee for like two, three hours. You will have enough to survive during the day. Mm-hmm. So, and then thankfully at my home, we always had food on the table and we had a roof above our head. Um, I grew up in a lower middle class uh, family. And, but I did grow up with a very greedy dad. And my mom was like a merchant by nature. So my dad, since I was a kid, really made me dislike the entire concept of money, right? I was always like, oh, you're so greedy. You're not letting me like enjoy anything. He was always like, wow, you will never be able to experience this again because I'm giving you this, you know, like that was kind of, yeah, that was kind of his way of like showing love. And then like, but instead of like showing love for me as a teenager, I was like, I hate money. And I hate the fact that he thinks that I cannot get there. Right. Mm -hmm. So it was very unhealthy. Um, But then rather than looking, always looking for an opportunity to have more stuff, I was like focusing on like, okay, I'm going to grow my career or I'm going to grow, you know, in in my personal self. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I moved on my own when I was 17 to the United States with only a few bucks in my account. And then it, it hit me. I was like, oh, this is what it meant to be like to to have money and this is what he meant (laughs) because then I understood the uh, importance of money right in today's life right you're here alone at 17 years old and now you got to figure it out right so the thing is that with money and human beings we always need our primary needs uh, met right we always Mm -hmm. need uh, security a, a plate of food we need to have a home where we can like rest, you know, like for example, now in the with the pandemic, I'm sure a lot of people kind of got into the appreciation of having a place where they can stay and, and mm-hmm. kind of save themselves from the entire situation. So when I was back then, I just moved, I didn't have anything and I barely had, I didn't even have money to pay rent. So I I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online store shop phase to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, 
Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dinero, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dinero now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dinero. It was like sleeping from couch to couch wow. uh, between people. I was dancing ballet professionally because I used to be a ballet dancer. And I was like that, staying with like people from the company. And then like the director kind of like gave me like a little room in, in his basement. And it was like a very messy uh, situation. So I was very, very depressed because I couldn't do anything. I couldn't move. I barely had for food. Um, and, and it was it was tough. And then yeah. I, I kind of decided, okay, I need to do something else because this is not working. You know, life as a ballerina is really, as, a, as an artist, it's, it's really hard. Um, I wasn't getting enough money to sustain myself. And that's when I kind of decided to leave it. Um, mm-hmm. And I start, started working um, on the different industries I mentioned before, including the fish market, <laughs> yes. um, and um, and studying because I, I didn't go to college until uh, what I was twenty two. Mm-hmm. Um, and that when I started going to college and I kind of started getting a little bit more of uh, the money experience, I tried to save money, but I wasn't still in the best place of my life and although I did have that first level of needs met I wasn't able to kind of like move on to the next level because Mm -hmm. I didn't have the economical support yet or the stability actually yeah yeah I mean like that just keeps you in a survival mode when you're just barely getting by so you can't plan for the future you can't imagine like what possibilities are because you're just you're just trying to survive exactly exactly so when you're in that survival mode you're not thinking about anything else the other thing that you're thinking is money and because you don't have it you get very sad so I want to talk a little bit about that because mental health is something that you've talked about and so I'm curious what kind of mental health struggles or limiting beliefs have impacted your relationship with money and how have you been able to work through that so thinking about money like a something that you cannot get and something really, really hard to get, uh, it's, it's definitely something that we all should throw in the garbage because this is mm-hmm. not helping you. You know, my relationship with money was so negative that I would cry because, you know, I wouldn't have money to, I don't know, buy a new pair of shoes or mm-hmm. buy a, I don't know, like an extra thing that I, that I wanted it. I didn't need it. I wanted this. Um, but switching that kind of like mentality to, okay, tool is not something that money is not something that I cannot have. It's in changing that for money is just a tool. I just need to learn how to go and get it right. Because when I, when I got fired from my nine to five job, I was getting, and I'm going to be completely open here. I was getting $3,000 a month. And that was like more than enough for me to survive and pay school mm-hmm. back in the day. So it was like a minimum, minimal, minimum wage uh, type of job, nine to five regular. But I thought my world 
like was was done like i was like okay from here like i don't have this job anymore my entire stability went away what am i going to do now nothing there is nothing you can do but then i was like you know what i cannot let myself fall into the same hole again which somebody else has the ability to remove my entire floor from me because that's mm-hmm. not okay you know mm-hmm. so switching to the mindset of okay how can I figure this out? It will be way more beneficial and way more useful rather than being, oh my God, like my nine to five job is not here anymore. What am I going to do? This is, this is horrible. Like this is, this is, there is no exit from here. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a good point. Um, I feel like a lot of us can get in this mindset that like things are happening to us and we have no control. And yes, things will always happen to us and life will always be full of unexpected emergencies. But like, we also have a choice in how we respond. So you can, you know, you can either like just cry on the floor and like, just be a victim or you can decide, you know what, this is not the end for me. And however long it takes, like I'm going to figure this out. Exactly. Exactly. It's such an important thing. You know, perspective is everything in life. I I know that you we're talking here about money, but like I've been going through a lot of situations, hard situations in my life, like losing my mother, like at such a young age for her, she was 45 only. And she was like this super healthy woman that I would never thought of losing so soon, right? And that was like almost three years ago now. And when it happened, I was like, what? This cannot This cannot be real. Like life cannot be so unpredictable. But the reality is that the soonest you understand and become okay with the idea of life being uncertain and you being this kind of like warrior who will always find the way out of any situation, that's the key of happiness for me and and liberation no towards more wealth or towards more health or happiness whatever it is that you're looking for in life yeah that is such a important and um insightful perspective for sure i think Mm -hmm. we all deserve like to give ourselves permission to just be okay with not knowing what's coming and Mm -hmm. not trying to control everything like at the end of the day you are in control of you and you alone. And sometimes, you know, even when you think that you have everything in place and nothing could possibly go wrong, like it, it's going to happen. So just accept that that's reality and then just do your best. That's all you can do. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm curious, what advice would you give to someone who's looking to find their true purpose or passion in life? <laughs> All right. This one is a tough one. Um, <laughs> I will say before you give your soul to the devil, right? Let's call it like that. Like before you give your the soul to the nine to five grind and like yeah. commit to something like to a corporate job or something like that. Make sure that you're always, always open to new opportunities. Like mm-hmm. corporate America personally is my nightmare. I love to be free, <laughs> really. Like, I love to travel, you know. I love to, like, take a nap, like, in the middle of the day if I feel like. Because it's not like I'm lazy, but I feel that there is so much more in life that other than working excessively. Mm-hmm. So when you're open to new experiences, what I mean by this is, like, for example, looking at my back, at my past, um, I, you find, like, waitressing, 
you find a customer service representative, you find a manager in a clothing store, you find the fish market, which I was like killing fishes and crabs and, and, and doing nasty work. But like even that job gave me so much perspective and so many tools and and, and show me skills, self-skills that I did not know I had. So when I kind of like lost my last nine to five job, I was like, oh my God, yes, desperate first find nine to five. And then I was like, wait, you've, you've, you've become so far and you have all these skill sets. Why don't you like try something new? And then if you really dislike something, the worst case scenario, you can just start over, right? Always understanding that at the end of the day, even if you're not doing something that is your purpose, hard work will always pay off. And I always say that if you do something, if I do something, I will try to do my best and do it right and even become the best at it. Many times I fail and that's fine because failure is part of life. And that kind of like teaches you things that you will never learn if you didn't mm-hmm. fail. Right. But that sense of accomplishment, when you accomplish something that you really didn't like, like, for example, say that somebody hates their job. Try to find something that you can master or you can um, become better at rather than complaining about it. And then the honest truth, if you're trying to find the pur- your purpose, is it's I think that that's, that's something that it, it, this journey will never end, right? Yes. I know very, very successful people in Manhattan, for example, businessmen, lawyers, doctors, you know, pe- like people that have three houses already and like they, they don't care about money anymore, but they're so miserable mm-hmm. because they gave their, their soul to this, you know, corporation or, or, or this job or, or whatever they thought that it would make them happy because they didn't see, they didn't take a moment to kind of like see around them. So finding purpose in life, I think that is a continuous journey that you need to be open to through all your life, even when you're like more than 60. Yes, yes. that is such important advice because I feel like there's so many people that feel stuck, that just feel like they made a commitment to a certain career or a certain life and they're like afraid to just change their minds. So I'm curious, like, what are your thoughts on like some things that people can do to like pivot or just redirect their careers or lives that they no longer are happy with? Yeah, you know, like it's funny. I was looking at a kind of like a shorter documentary about Tina Turner this morning. And I saw how this woman went from like an abusive relationship of 16 years of marriage to that, you know, like leaving him. And then like she she started singing on her own. And then she kind of like went to another marriage. And then she had this sickness. And and it's like she has. She's been through it all. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and and then she was like changing all the time without caring. Sixteen years of marriage, although you're that you're in like an abusive relationship, it could be really hard for someone to leave something like this. Mm-hmm. So you always need to tell yourself that you are the only one who can actually change the way how things are going. Mm-hmm. Yes, things will be uncertain in the outside. For example, the pandemic, right? But it is up to you. Where are you going to go? How are you going to figure out? And, and where do you want to go? Um, mm-hmm. So if you, for example, are stuck, right? You feel stuck in your, uh, I don't know, customer service job, which was one of the things that I experienced. Try to, you know, have a little hobby. 
at the end of the day or in the weekends or like find a little time for yourself to kind of experience something new that you enjoy doing and these things can open the door for you for example you um join a new club like a i don't know like a fitness club because you're passionate about fitness but you never have the money or the time to study for being become a fitness expert and now you you're stuck in this life right but if you start like join you join that club maybe you're gonna find someone you're gonna meet someone who has the expertise that you don't have but you have another expertise like maybe managing a business right and then you can like combine forces create a new business or you can just listen to stories from other people within the industry that you enjoy or even like search for new positions that are open so always networking and being kind of gravitating towards where you enjoy being that's like the key even if yeah. you feel stuck or trapped in your 9 to 5 i think that is such important advice such good advice <laughs> thank you of course. Okay, so I know you have been through some stuff to get to where you are today. And I think people always find some comfort in knowing that, you know, it is possible to overcome. So I'm curious if you could share a story about how you've handled a setback or some kind of roadblock during your journey to where you are today. Yeah, yeah. Um, so when I moved to Brooklyn, uh, after dancing for a while, ballet in Minnesota, um, I decided to stop dancing, right? And that's when I started studying and working. Um, my first job was uh, working as a waitress. And I wasn't making a lot of money, but I was able to kind of sustain myself. Um, I did get into a two-year-long abusive relationship. And this leaving that person was really, really hard for me mm -hmm. because I thought that this person would be like, you know, somebody I need to stick with because I need that stability. Mm. So because I was dealing back then with a lot of self-esteem issues and insecurity issues, these are these were my worst enemies. You know, like I was yeah. feeling like I wasn't enough and like, yeah, I'm going to leave him. But like, how am I going to make enough money to again sustain myself? But as a brave Latina, you know, I found like some fire left over in my heart and decided to mm -hmm. change my life around. And then I cut that relationship I cut all the friendships because all my friendships back then were tied to this person because that was one of the first persons I uh, ever met in Brooklyn mm -hmm. and then I was like okay let me find a job and just focus on that on that job so finding that job and then deleting completely whoever was uh, tied to my past was really hard because I felt really lonely for a while but I started focusing more on myself and improving my, um, you know, my life. And then when I started thinking like that and I was more in peace with the person I was and I started like, you know, loving myself more and taking care of myself, I started calling. It was like life was like, okay, you know what? You're kind of ready. And then like mm. I started calling positive things, like more uh, options for for more, like increasing my my improving my position in the company I was working for, I started happening. And then like, I started going to school and having good grades. And I was like, yeah, this is my life. This is great. I met the love of my life on the train in New York, you know? <laughs> and, I, and I was like, I'm done with dating. I hate this. No, like it, it's, it's, it was such a healing thing to focus on myself and working on, on loving myself and, and becoming strong and secure, yeah. you know? 
That is so powerful. I think that's a message that we can all take to heart because, you know, when you get out of this despair and just feeling like the world is against you, when you actually open up to the possibilities of hope and and start loving yourself, like you will attract the things that you never thought you deserved. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And that's so, so liberating, especially for us women, right? That are always trying yes. to take care of someone or, 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 I don't know, changing our world because mm -hmm. we as women, we feel as so powerful and we are, we have the power of love, of unconditional love. And this mm -hmm. is something super, extremely powerful, but we need to really direct all this power and all this energy into, into the right, um, you know, kind of things or people so we can yeah. start seeing it flourishing and, and how it's bloom, it blooms, starts blooming in your life. I love that. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if you could go back and give your 18 year old self some advice, whether it's about work or career or finding your purpose, what would it be? Oh gosh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my 18 year old, that was like one year after I moved here. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I will tell myself move to New York sooner. New York for me. Okay. <laughs> Like, New York is such a city. Well, obviously, right now, it's so sad to see what's happening in the entire world, but especially in New York, where, where you have all these people, like, you know, living together. But if you have the chance, maybe when the pandemic is over, even if you're 18 years old, or like, yeah, if you're 18 years old and you're like, oh, my God, what am I going to do with my life? Move to New York. <laughs> <laughs> That's great advice. And, you know, I'm kind of biased because I grew up in New Jersey, so I never wanted to live in New York because I just felt like how could people like live it. on top of each other like this <laughs> yeah 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 no but like you know like what I mean is that New York is magical because really the people that you get to know and connect with and the opportunities you get with that mm -hmm. it's ridiculous yeah. and then also yeah, sure. I, will, I will yeah and then also I will say love yourself a little more Cynthia I mean yeah perchy <laughs> mm -hmm. um I was terrified of my own potential and I am still am you know like we will always have a little bit insecurities but I mm -hmm. know I don't know um but I don't let that kind of like overpower what I'm doing anymore mm -hmm. so I kind of use that insecurity and and fear to say okay this is something that we can improve or this is something I can use to motivate myself to move towards my goal so definitely mm -hmm. self-love it's a must and also placing yourself in a in, in an environment where you can grow because if you stay back in in the same you know place within the same circles of people and with the, the same usual things you will not grow because you will be always talking to the same people you will always be doing the same things and that's not how change and 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 success happens right you really need to get that out there so and, true yeah, I actually did that exact thing when I decided that at age 33, I was going to leave New Jersey where I was born and raised and I moved to Florida. So like almost 2000 miles away from my family. And mm -hmm. everybody was like, be, they were hysterical because it's just like, but why? And I had just always felt like I was stagnant where I was like, I wasn't growing. I wasn't achieving what I wanted to achieve. And it's the best thing that I ever did for me, myself. But obviously, like doing stuff like that is scary. And you have to just get comfortable with being uncomfortable if you want to grow. Exactly, exactly. No, and it is so scary. Like I left my entire family back in Venezuela. So I the same as you, you know, like, 
Mm-hmm. It, it's very hard, but, and maybe you don't have to leave the city where you are, but you do need to start doing something different. It would, mm-hmm. would maybe could be like joining a club in a different city or like in a, in a, you know, in a 30 minute drive away from you. Yeah. So you start meeting new things and you start realizing what, what happens when you change drastically your life like that is that you start realizing that wherever you're going to be, you're always going to find first a, a group of people that you enjoy being with. And second, you will l- start learning more about yourself, which is mm. crucial if you want to, you know, become the, your best version. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So along the lines of becoming the best version of yourself, what does self-care look like for you? Um, so I know I, we spoke a lot about it already, the self-love uh, part. But for me, if you are not able to love yourself and, and being, being aware of that love, you won't be able to take care of yourself or, 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 or mm-hmm. yeah, take care of your mind. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. take care of people around because for example I used to be a very stressed person like highly Mm -hmm. stressed because everything would be you know like reactive like everything oh my god I don't have money for this so oh my god like the world is gonna end or like oh wow like I don't know x x examples but um with finding time for yourself to take care of what is not okay with you for example back then as again as i said i was stressed i started meditating only with 10 minutes of meditation i improved my life tremendously not because i'm selling selling meditation here the point is to focus <laughs> on things that you really really need to take care of because if you're sad mm-hmm. you really need to find that the reason why you're sad or why you feel not motivated or what, um, what's happening in your mind, you know, and, and analyze mm-hmm. that, that kind of perspective of what, where am I, how's my life, how do I feel about my life, that is self-care, re-asking yourself, am I in the right place for myself, am I growing at the rate where I'm supposed to be, or when I want to be, you know, those, those things are yeah. way more important than eating healthy, and, and um, exercising, yes, those things, like, obviously are, are part of self-care, but you won't be able to do those if in your brain you're not okay. Absolutely. Self-care is not just going to the spa and getting your nails done. It is yeah. much more than that. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Ferchi, this has been an amazing conversation. You are so inspiring and I just want everybody to find out more about you and follow you. So where can we find you? Thank you so much, Janice. I really, really love what you're doing with Yo Quiero Dinero podcast. I I saw your account and I totally fall in love. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I love making new friends. So if anyone wants to reach me, they can do so through my Instagram. Uh, It's... uh, at Ask Ferchi. Um, and then Ferchi is like with double C. 
And then if you would like to read more about my story and the blog and like see what else I'm doing on the social media and stuff like that, just go to my website, askferchi.com, and then you can get more info over there. Amazing. Oh my gosh. I love this conversation. You are such a badass. I am a forever fan and I am just so excited to see you continue to flourish and spread your message of positivity and just living your best life. Of course. And thank you, Janice. Yeah, but really what you're doing is amazing. I love to be here. Thank I feel very grateful. Thank you. <laughs> I told you Ferchi was going to be amazing. I just absolutely love her message of self-love. It is so important for us to realize the ways that we might be sabotaging our own progress when it comes to our dinero, just because we're not putting in the work to get past those internal barriers that may have been placed there by our parents, by our upbringing, by situations that we've encountered throughout our lives that have shaped the way that we feel about ourselves and our money. So I hope that you follow Ferchi definitely check her out. She's amazing. She's putting out awesome content and she's talking about mind, body, and soul. And I love that approach to life. They all play into forming who you are and how you move in the world. So if you're loving this podcast, please make sure to rate and review us on your favorite platform. And please make sure to share it. Like, don't be greedy, y'all. This information is amazing. I know. You're welcome. <laughs> and I want to make sure that you are sharing it with people that you think would get a lot of value out of it. So please make sure to go ahead and do that. Follow us on the blog at YoQuieroDineroPodcast.com. We always have awesome articles being published on there. And I have some special surprises coming for y'all soon. You might see your girl in a couple major digital publishing platforms, writing some articles as a freelance writer soon. So definitely stay tuned for that. Please join me on Instagram. We are building an amazing community over there. And follow me on TikTok, y'all. I know. I said I would never be a TikToker, but I have to tell you, it's actually a lot of fun and people seem to be loving the content. So go ahead and follow me over on TikTok if that's what you do. I don't know if you follow, subscribe. I don't know what the hell the terminology is, but definitely join me over there. And until next time, guys, stay inspired, stay motivated, stay elevated, and stay poderosa. On the Yo Quiero Dinero podcast and associated entities, all information provided is for general information purposes only and does not constitute accounting, legal, tax, or other professional advice. Listeners should not act upon the content or information found here without first seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional. We assume no responsibility for information contained on this podcast and associated entities and disclaim all liability with respect to such information, including but not limited to any liability for errors, inaccuracies, omissions or misleading or defamatory statements. Usage of this podcast and associated contents constitutes an explicit understanding and acceptance of the terms of this disclaimer.